Welcome, everyone. You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast, and I'm your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. And here I discuss mental health and wellness tips. So if that's what you're looking for, you are in the right place. Do me a favor and go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, when I upload a new episode, you are the first to be alerted. Please go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and family so that they can grow and thrive with you. If you're looking for ways to support our efforts of making mental health accessible, please visit our Patreon page and become a official member of the Rise Tribe community. There you will receive special discounts on merch, monthly Q&As, our monthly newsletter, and special journal prompts that are accompaniments to our podcast episodes. All right. Okay. Well, today we are discussing how to create more balance in your life. All right. So this is a topic. This is something I constantly always am checking in with myself on. So I want to share with you ways you can create more balance in your life. All right. But before we get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Creating a life that is balanced is easier said than done. Because life gets to life in and before you know it, we are overworked, we're overwhelmed, and we just don't have enough energy. You know, our energy is just being used to survive the day. And then we wake up and do it all over again. All right. So perhaps, you know, you're like many of us, right, where you're struggling financially. And so you have to work more. Let's say you have two jobs because you need more income. So you get off work and rush to the next job, then you have no time to eat in between. So you pick up something on the way. And that's usually not healthy. It's usually something fast, greasy, and just bad for your health, right? So you do this multiple times throughout the week, then you know, your self esteem begins to suffer because now you're putting on more weight, you're not fitting in your clothes the same way, you're more sluggish, your mental health is struggling because you have no time for self care, you have no time to spend with your family, your friends, you're not doing anything that brings you joy. It's just obligation just riddled with things that you have to do not want to do right. So your family is being neglected, your kids, your partner, and you just feel trapped like there's no way out. There's nothing you can do. And you start to just get really down on yourself, you start to feel isolated, irritated, agitated. Does any of this sound true to anyone listening to this? Because I know I have been here. All right. Well, to be healthy, we need all of these things. We need our family. We need financial stability. We need our health. We need healthy relationships. We also need a healthy relationship with ourselves, right? 
Our physical and mental health are important to our overall well-being. All of these things are interconnected and it impacts the way we experience life. When we have too many things that are not functioning optimally, we become just angry and agitated and frustrated, depressed, anxious, and we're just overall just dissatisfied with the way our life is going. So that just means things are out of balance. So imagine a three-legged bar stool, right? And let's imagine that each one of those legs of the bar stool, one leg signifies time, the other leg signifies self, the other leg signifies others, right? When any one of these legs that's holding up the stool becomes unstable, the whole thing comes crashing down, right? If you're not using your time wisely, and let's say you don't have enough time for self, right? That makes the time you have for others impossible. Let's say you don't have enough time being spent in your relationships. That makes, you know, how you're feeling, you're feeling bad and guilty. So it impacts your relationship with self. You're feeling isolated. You're feeling like you're neglecting your loved ones. So these are all interconnected pieces. And if you don't have just time to get things done, you fall behind. That makes you feel bad about yourself. Then that isolates you from others. So they're all interconnected, right? So the foundation on this stool becomes unsteady. And so what we would need to do, right, is create a better foundation, create a sturdier foundation. And we could do so by adding legs and adding in protective factors that reinforces the foundation. So rather than just depending on three legs, we might want to do a four-legged chair that has back support that is more stable to support all of the things that are going on in our life. And so that is what it means to create more balance, right? When we create more balance, right, we want to reinforce things all around us to strengthen our foundation, to strengthen our resolve, so that when stress does arrive, negative emotion does arrive, our negative thoughts do arrive, we enter these down periods in our life, we're more capable of dealing with life on its own terms. And we're not off our center. All right. So when describing what work-life balance is, most people will describe something like this. It'll fall into one of these categories. One, make it a bigger impact at work. They want to really do a good job. They want to be recognized for their efforts. They want to be able to make a difference at work, but without sacrificing your health and your happiness, right? Two is they want to have a positive impact on their kids' lives. They want to be involved. They want to be there for those milestones, those accomplishments. Three is they want to be more present in the moment, right? So when they get off of work, they want to be able to sit and have dinner and be present or sit and have a conversation and not be thinking about what they have to do at work or not be interrupted by work calls or be able to enjoy family time, time with friends, time with your spouse without having to be disrupted by what's going on at work, by an emergency, things of that nature. 
four is they want to prioritize what's important to them. And that could include self-care, you know, doing things for yourself without guilt, without shame, without feeling bad or without having to apologize, you know, for, you know, giving something else up. But they want to be able to prioritize themselves, to prioritize the things, their hobbies, dancing, shooting pool, playing on a basketball league or volunteering. But they want to be able to do the things that are important to them. Number five is they want to have stronger boundaries, right? They want to feel good about carving out special time for the things that they like to do. And the last one I have is just they want to be able to just let go of trying to do it all or having to do it all or having the expectation to do it all, right? So work-life balance is about feeling content, you know, and to feel content and to, you know, be happier, it starts with you. It starts with a shift in your own mindset to say, this is important to my well-being. So I have to be intentional. I have to be disciplined when I am approaching my work, when I am utilizing my time. I really have to make sure that I'm hitting all these things so that I can have this level of contentment so I can pursue my own happiness. All right. So how do we create this? If we're currently at this time overwhelmed, where do we even begin? Where do we start to create more balance, right? Well, before you begin, I want you to sit with yourself and commit to making small incremental changes toward more balance. So you don't have to, you know, change everything all at once. That would probably be disastrous, especially if you're used to, you know, operating in this way. So commit to making small incremental changes toward more balance, right? And in order to do this, you must be self-disciplined, right? This is going to be crucial to ensure that you do not waste time that you don't procrastinate, that you don't fail to follow through on these strategies, right? So you have to be disciplined to make sure that this works for you. All right, so here are 10 ways that you can create more balance in your life. Okay, so number one is set boundaries at work. That means when it's time for you to switch from being at work to being off of work, really be off of work. Don't bring your work home with you. Make sure you have good boundaries so that you're not constantly ruminating about, you know, what happened in the day to where it's taking up so much of your time. Of course, you can, you know, summarize it. Eh, It was a bad day. It was stressful. But turn work off, right? That means disconnect from, you know, your work phone, or if you have notifications and dings and a work email, and it dings all the time, and it's sending you notifications, and you feel compelled to answer, maybe turn those notifications off during the times of that you're going to be with family during your downtime, right? Because you do need that break, everybody needs a break. So making sure that you protect that break. All right. And so on Sunday, you know, usually Sunday evening, you try to prepare for work for Monday, but actually enjoy your Sunday as if you work Monday, you know, if you work traditional hours, right? Number two, say no more. 
Because when you say no to certain things, you're setting boundaries and you're saying yes to yourself. So don't overcommit yourself to things. You know, don't take on additional tasks. And sometimes we're used to operating in the people pleasing mindset and the, oh, yeah, I, I can do it. You know, we're, we feel bad when we have to deny a request or when we have to say no. Not everybody is entitled to everything. So there are some things, our time, our resources that we have to be selective about how we're going to use our energy. And so not saying yes to everything and saying no allows you to say yes to you. So really be intentional about your resources. Maybe you don't have anything to do, but that doesn't mean every minute of your day has to be scheduled that if somebody asks you to do something and you don't have anything planned that you are obligated to say yes, maybe that was your time to rest. So protect your time to rest, okay? Number three is prioritize your health. That means eating healthier, you know, what you eat is going to impact your energy level, it's gonna impact your mood. So making sure that you eat foods that are going to help you optimize your energy, making sure that you get a good night's sleep and that you're not sleep deprived, making sure that you get enough physical activity. So really prioritizing your health. Number four, piggybacks on number three, because it is be intentional about your mental health, right? Process your emotions. Don't just stuff them under the rug, pretend they don't exist. Process your thoughts. If you're feeling or thinking or worried about something, process that. You know, your thoughts, your emotions are all indicators to how you're processing your, you know, information from your external world. So sit with that, okay? You can also prioritize your mental health and well-being by listening to podcasts like the Rise Station podcast, right? Or any other podcasts that are going to pour into you, that are going to provide inspiration, encouragement, reading self-help books, reading books to challenge your mindset, reading books on peace, spirituality, you know, but really elevating your wellness practice, prayer, meditation, and protecting your boundaries is also being intentional about your mental health. Because if you know something is anxiety provoking, then you might want to avoid opportunities for you to be anxious unnecessarily or avoid opportunities where you're going to be in high conflict with people who are just argumentative or just miserable people. Okay, so making sure that you're very intentional about your mental health. All right, number five is spend time alone. Okay, this is important, especially if you have a lot of things going on. It is important that you pour into yourself, that you carve out some time every day that gives to you only. So, you know, if you have a favorite TV show or maybe you can go, I call them freedom rides where I go, let's say I have a, a long day, my kids are inside fighting, or they're having conflicts, or they're just loud. I go on freedom rides. I call them freedom rides, because it's a moment I'll make up something. I I may not have nothing (laughs) that I need to do. But I will make up something to get from a store. And I just enjoy the ride, the scene of getting to the store. It's my time alone. I listen to my 90s R&B. And I'm just on a freedom ride. And then I'll come back to, you know, the house where they're fussing and fighting much more calmer. So just 
however you do it. Some people like to do bubble baths. Some people will schedule time at the spa. So however you want to spend your time, but making sure that you carve out some time because you are deserving of your own time. You should not give away all of your time to everyone else to doing everything else for everyone. All right. Number six is be selective on who you spend your time with. And this is important because, again, you have a finite amount of energy. So you don't want to, you know, waste your energy with people who are draining, but manage your energy resources with positive people who will recharge your energy and limit it with negative people who will drain your energy. Okay, and negative people don't necessarily need to be confrontational. Negative people could be people who just need a lot of reassurance, who require a lot, who are, you know, just energy zappers and they just suck the life out of you because they're not stable in their own energy. So they're looking for other people to fill those voids. So just manage who you spend your time with. Okay. Number seven is get outdoors, get some fresh air, travel, go for a walk. But, you know, sometimes being indoors can limit your ability just to feel positive energy. So sometimes going outside, getting some sunlight, getting fresh air is what you need. All right. So bake that something that you put in your daily routine. Okay. Is getting outdoors. Number eight is learn something new. Right. Expand your awareness, personal growth and development. If you're always moving toward growth and toward learning, you're evolving. All right. And we all should be looking to invest in ourselves and looking to always be the better version of ourselves that we can be. So whether that personal growth looks like you being able to cope with anxiety better or whether it's learning a new skill that will help you with your job, make things easier, or maybe you have an area that you're not that good at that you want to improve. Maybe it's, uh, you know, being more social, whatever the case may be, is always challenge yourself so that you're moving forward and not backwards and staying stuck. Okay. Number nine is treat yourself. Buy something for yourself. Buy some flowers for yourself or, you know, maybe there's a outfit that you want or maybe it's your favorite snack, but really treating yourself, do things for yourself. And this will help eliminate you feeling resentful. Oh, nobody does anything for me because guess what? You're pouring into yourself. You're loving on yourself. You are doing and investing in yourself. All right. So do something nice for yourself. Schedule a massage, a pedicure or something. All right. Number 10 is have fun. Allow yourself the opportunity to have fun. Sometimes we get overwhelmed and we only do the productive things. We only do the work related things, the obligations, and we forget to have fun. And that's what's needed because when you're having fun, you're releasing oxytocin and you're combating the stressed hormones, right? So have fun, be playful, laugh, go to a comedy show, be creative, Allow your inner child to just roam free, right? Infuse some fun in your life. You can do the most mundane things, but if you make it fun, then it will get the task that you need to get done and you'll have fun doing it. All right. So in conclusion, creating balance means that we ration our energy and our resources in a way that promotes and stabilizes our mental, physical and emotional well-being. 
right? So that we live a happier and more fulfilling life. When we don't set healthy boundaries around our time and how we use it and what we invest in, we tend to pour more of our resources in one given area, which destabilizes all the other areas that create more imbalance, right? So be intentional and have self-discipline to create more balance in your life, to ration out your energy so that you can have a really well-rounded and full life. All right, so that's all I have for you today, Rise Tribe. Listen, enjoy your day on purpose. Until next time. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.